Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We don't have a theme tune for this. Um, poems, poems, poetry pals. Welcome to episode two of Poetry Pals. It's been a long time since we did this show. Do you remember we did episode one yes, with Sunny? Yes, has a long been time a long ago. time indeed. And um, we're delighted that, that you're listening to some poetry. It's not everyone's cup of tea, not everyone's cup of cha, but here we are. And today we're reciting two poems uh, that, that I wrote. The first one is called The Owl. And it just uh, comes from a series of poems that I wrote about animals. Um, basically, trying to see it from their perspective. So Ted Hughes did a lot of this where he talked about animals or animals he created so that you get a different perspective from life. And this is from the perspective of an owl. So I'll go ahead and read it. I am an owl. I wake up when other birds go to nest to sleep. I am the guard of the forest. It is my comforting hooting that acts as a lullaby to the chick swallow, magpie crow, or raven. It is my reliable hooting that acts as the clock does, taking away the hours that pass until daybreak, creating order in the lives of beasts. I have big eyes full of mysteries which I do not share. I have a neck that can go round and round that sends a lost fox cub running. And this always makes me laugh. I have a beautiful face that resembles the moon. I love the moon. I often am lost in a night dream as I gaze deep into the moon's sandy surface. I love the moon because he shines to all of us with the same unjudging light and has no preferences. Sometimes when I'm very still, I resemble a feathery flower or a beaky bush or a clawed fairy. I hunt mice, bats, anything small and furry, for they get my blood running hot whenever I see such squiggly things. I do confess I cannot contain my urge to play with them and then accidentally, in my fit of passion, I snap their soft furry necks. And then I'm sad. For a minute, I regret. I am so sad. But then I remember that I'm hungry, that I have chicks waiting for me, and I eat a bit of whatever I have in my claws. With great pleasure. My wings spread across the night, blending in, becoming part of the night, as I fly across the forest. Constantly in the eye out for crowning the lights, I am the main inspiration for angels. And heroes are designed after me. The forest is full of life. It is my playground and my nursery. My food and my child. While I kill with one claw, I feed my babies with another. 
I am too wise for guilt to creep into my consciousness for long, as I live in the internal presence. And when day comes, I shut my eyes and let my head sink into myself. I sit on my chicks, hooting them to sleep, before I too drift off, allowing my head to sink even deeper. I enjoy the warmth of the sun, but I never see it as my own feathers gently shade my eyes and eyelids and temple and transport me to a different kind of night. So that was the owl. Very nice. Now, I don't remember that one. I remember some of your other animal poems, like the gecko and the polar bear and so forth. Really, but I don't yeah. remember the owl, but that's very yeah, nice. Yeah, just yeah. know something about the owl. But, but PJ, you snapped his poor neck. Well, I mean, the owl snapped the poor neck. Look, that's not that's not me. I mean, I don't, I don't even eat, eat animals. Uh, but the point of these poems are that you, uh, you, I, I yeah. try to see the world from the perspective of an animal, which might seem really cruel. I think from a human, I think all this morality, that's just a human invention. Mm. Animals, you know, they don't see yeah. it as evil. They're just hungry, whatever. And you know, so I want everyone really to go beyond mm. my, it's not me. That's what I find very interesting about animal poems. It's not about us anymore. It's not about what, you know, love relations between people or, or, you know, what did Mr. Brown do or, or Mrs. White, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just mm. a timeless animal that's out of, our own environment from very different perspective of that. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. And it's a good poem. And you have a second one for us. Indeed. Yeah. So this one is uh, written for and dedicated to my uh, stepmom in Belfast as well. And I thought I'd recite this poem because um, our, our dog died. Dolly. She died today. Poor Dolly. Poor Dolly. Yeah. She died today. And you knew her, you knew her dude. She was a sweet dog. And I wrote this poem about, about Fleur. That's my stepmom. Uh, because she was always a great healer. And she always took care of, of Dolly. And she, um, she helped her pass on, actually. So she was with her at, at her death. This is a poem I also wrote around the same time as the L. This is all from the beginning of the lockdown. I was feeling, uh, you know, I was feeling very pensive. So here is the poem, The Healer. And just as a little reference notes, um, she's a great cocktail maker. So at the restaurant she owned, Cabaret Restaurant Teatro was my dad. And you're a big fan, Dean? Often. Yes, I, it's still my all-time favorite restaurant. And she made some very good uh, very good cocktails. Indeed, yeah. So it, it does give a reference to that in this poem. So it's called The Healer. Creating elixirs, both alcoholic and non was a gift she picked up somewhere down the road and used well to heal others in cabaret restaurants or in her eggshell blue tiled kitchen with paintings on the wall of people dancing with paintings of smoky Aragonese landscapes with paintings of dogs with smiles in their eyes standing beside her human pet. She grew up in a wonderful broken land full of love well hidden where every time a car exploded, mothers hugged their child tighter and father's pipes trembled against her will. She roamed Belfast with Indian shawls and skirts that belonged in bedtime stories or magic realist novels. 
equipped with a low voice and a cosmopolitan in an untidy car listening to James Brown, Van Morrison, and Jimi Hendrix. She painted words. She painted worlds. She created homes. And she gave world food to the culturally starved. She drove around Northern Ireland, not with a weapon, but equipped with a paintbrush. And she was allergic to politics. And she was immune to religion. She was addicted to interior designs. And she loved art created by children. She has created many elixirs for me throughout her long and timeless acquaintance. For me, her stepson and oldest child, for all she loved and adored in forms of soda bread and chocolate cakes, slow-baked lamb was rosemary, shepherd's pie was Dijon mustard, lemon drizzle cakes, cocktails and Indian teas, porridge with love and all manners of fruits. And she always had love and kindness, and even more love and kindness. So that's a poem. That's for you, Fleur. There we go. I always love the line about her going around Belfast in Indian shawls. I, I, that's the line I always remember <laughs> from that from that one. Oh, that's that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. basically about her. For those of you guys not in Northern Ireland, just about someone really. He's not really conforming to the to the usual mm-hmm. uh, tireless, you know, what tiring? Excuse me, tiring um, discussion about politics and what troubles and stuff so it's really someone who was stayed in northern ireland but she really did stuff that you know parsley and basil you know whatever whatever deal mr deal whatever those politicians are called talked about <laughs> so yeah that's uh, yeah, and i remember in cat in teatro the very first time i went uh, she made me a nice cocktail called a silhouette and then I also remember going round to to our house once, and she made mistletoe martinis, and very good, very good cocktail. Oh, she's an she's an elegant woman. So there you go. Awesome, PJ. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. Uh, this has been a little bonus uh, Christmas treat, a little Christmas and New Year's treat for the the listeners. It's been episode two of Poetry Pals. Have a poetic day. Have a poetical day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.